She is the greatest singer the world has ever known. And now she has created the greatest fragrance the world will ever smell. Celine Parfum. Hello, this here is Celine Dion. And my odor will go on, yes? If you have ever desired to smell like Celine Dion after she sweats on stage for three hours, now you can with Celine Parfum. Take a few drops and dab them on the neck of my perfume. Celine Parfum, the sensual scent that makes about as much sense as her English. Mmm, good it smells, no? Inspired by her music, Celine Parfum is the titanic odor for the beauty who wants to smell like a beast. So run, don't walk. For my perfume to the store, you should go, yes? Celine Parfum. When it comes to celebrity brand extension merchandising, this one really stinks. Like my music, no? Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Renegade Talk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Apparently, everybody else is trying to do the same thing we are, but guess what? They can't do it. Right, Marky Mark? We're the kings. We're the kings of internet radio. Hi, Marla, and welcome Hi. to the show. I guess that makes me the queen. You're the queen of sugarcoat of shit. Anyway, here's a little <laughs> bit of Madonna, and we do need a ray of light. Sex Friday, getting ready to get late over the weekend, have a good time. I know there's a lot of bullshit going on in the media and the politics and the politicians and everybody's bashing everybody like in the schoolyards when you were little children. All the little children are out there trying to get the money to win so they can have power, Mark. What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> they need a ray of light. Oh, God, what a fucking mess. NPR, National Public Radio, should be called National Private Radio. What do you think, Mark? There's not much freedom, not as much freedom. Juan knows now. Yeah, Juan Reams, as you well know from the uh, ostrich media all over the place, and we were going to talk about this yesterday, but we were tied up with Cannabis Thursday talking about marijuana and cannabis. Yeah. We, were can't, we were tied up in a marijuana. And tied up in marijuana, yeah. Uh, they fired uh, Juan Williams, who's been on Fox for quite some time, for Muslim remarks on the Bill O'Reilly show. Apparently, Bill's making a big stink out of the Muslim thing over the last couple of weeks when he was on The View and the, the broads walked out on him. We love our Muslims. We want to protect them. They need protection because people blow them up all the time. On Monday. Boom! Boom! They they blow up, go boom, boom. On Monday, O'Reilly asked Williams if there is a Muslim or Muslim dilemma in the United States. No. Now, the National Public Radio analyst, and we're going to say National Public Radio, not NPR, because fuck that. What do they call that acronym? Yeah, fuck that. It's National Public Radio. Hey, I follow your lead, baby. Uh, Analyst and longtime Fox News contributor agreed with O'Reilly. Riley, that such a thing exists and added that political correctness can lead to some kind of paralysis where you don't address reality. And that's what's going on right now. He was 100% right. We are not addressing the reality of what's going on here with the Muslims. And nobody wants to pay attention to it. And when then somebody brings it up, everybody gets all fucking pissed off and starts throwing darts at everybody. It's terrible. Richie. Yes. Not everyone. Small group of people get all pissed off. When yeah, you want to pull a group together like Whoopi, don't just say Muslims and encompass Muslims. everybody. Muslims, 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 fuck them. I mean, look, <laughs> and here's what he said. I mean, look, Bill, I'm not a bigot. Williams continued, you know, the kind of books that I've written about the civil rights movement in this country. But when I get on a plane, I got to tell you, if I see people who are in Muslim garb and I think, you know, they are identifying themselves first and foremost as Muslims. Muslims. I get worried and I get nervous and I feel the same way when, when they're on the beach. On the beach? Yeah, they dress like that on the beach. What, you think they're going to blow up our pier? 
Yeah, they get blown up. Or the, lifega- the lifeguard tower. <laughs> or my food supply. And you know what? One don't of- blow up the <laughs> yeah, don't blow up rooms. My in the food. Beer, right? yeah, yeah. Food, food. Need my anyway, food. Juan cited the words of the Times Square bomber. Now, this was on TV a couple of weeks ago when the judge threw the book at this fucking Muslim uh, terrorist. He, and, 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 and America, you you missed this. And, and this is why this is now a big stink. Wake up. Nobody else said anything about this except the judge. And they had it on national and the ostrich media for just a few minutes. Not even that. Maybe 30 seconds a bit. Here's what he said. Juan cited the words of the Times Square bomber. He said, the war with Muslims, America's war is just beginning. This is what the terrorist said. He said, the war with Muslims, America's war is just beginning. First drop of blood. I don't think there's any way to get away from these facts. Do the powers that be at National Public Radio deny that jihadists have made countless comments of this sort? Are National Public Radio analysts not allowed to cite them? This is in a court of law in the United States, Mark. I know. This is what the judge said, and this is what this terrorist said to a United States judge, and the Americans just blew it off like, fuck it. Well, first of all, this gentleman is talking about what's been taking place for the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. See, it's like even 9-11, to his opinion, is just a drop of blood. That's a drop of blood. Yeah, and everything else that's happened to our nation and individuals Mm -hmm. that you're going to bring up later, some specific dates, Mm -hmm. that's what he's talking about. This is only a drop of blood of what we can really do in the future. Okay, now, Renegade Nation, we're going to give you a little test. I want everybody to get out their papers and pencils. It's quiz time. It's quiz time here, and we're going to quiz you later on this test. Now, you need to get your pencils and papers out right now and I want you to send this out all over the internet to all your friends everybody that you know and your enemies and your enemies send it to everybody thank you Marla <laughs> here's the test number one and everybody has to uh, get you know uh, get the correct answer on this Mark and Marla uh, number one 1968 Bobby Kennedy was shot Don't and speak, killed can you say it a little slower oh Rich? god okay in 1968 Bobby Kennedy was shot and killed by A uh, by A Superman B Jay Leno C, Harry Potter. Or Pope Paul John III. D, A, a Muslim male extremist between the ages of 17 and 40. That was D, number one. C, B, A, B, C, D. Okay, D. No, number two. <laughs> in 1972, at the Munich Olympics, athletes were kidnapped and massacred by A, Olga Corbett, B, Sitting Bull, C, Arnold Schwarzenegger, D, Muslim male extremist mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. I mean, it wasn't the Black Panthers? Arnold? In 1979, this is number three, in 1979, the U.S. Embassy in Iran was taken over by A, lost Norwegians, B, Elvis, C, a tour bus full of 80-year-old women, D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Hey, I hear a common denominator so far. (laughs) So do I. Yeah. Number four, during the 1980s, a number of Americans were kidnapped in Lebanon by A. In Lebanon. Lebanon. uh, Thank you, Marla. Lebanon. Lebanon by A, John Dillinger, (laughs) B, the King of Sweden, C, the Boy Scouts, D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Number five, in 1983, the U.S. Marine barracks in Beirut was blown up by A, a pizza delivery boy, B, Pee Wee Herman, C, Gerardo Rivera, D, Muslim, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Now, should we just continue our conversation? You want to run this whole I'm thing? I'm going to run this no, whole thing down. I want to hear them all, Number baby. six, in 1985, the cruise ship Achille Lara was hijacked and a 70-year-old American passenger was murdered and thrown overboard in his wheelchair by A, the Smurfs, B, Davy Jones, C, the Little Mermaid, D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. In 1985, this is number seven, in 1985, TWA Flight 847 was hijacked at Athens, and a U.S. Navy diver trying to rescue passengers was murdered by A, Captain Kidd, B, Charles Lindbergh, C, Mother Teresa, D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. A, I think Rich is starting to get a little bias here. Eight. Are you getting Theater. a little biased the, the, there, Richie? I'm Marky. I, I got a job. Just the facts. I got a job interview at NPR. <laughs> they called me up this morning. In 1988, Pan Am Flight 103 was bombed by A, Scooby-Doo, B, the Tooth Fairy, C, the Sundance Kid, D, <laughs> Muslim and male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. D. Number nine. In 1993, the World Trade Center was bombed the first time by A, Richard Simmons, B, Grandma Moses, C, Michael Jordan, D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Will you stop laughing at me more? D. 
Okay. Let me continue here. We're almost done. You're not answering, Mark. Number 10. It is so fucking obvious. Number 10. In 1998, the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania were bombed by A, Mr. Rogers, B, Hillary Clinton. Yes. To distract attention from Wild Bill's women's problems. <laughs> C, the World Wrestling Federation. D, Muslim male extremists between the ages of 17 and 40. On 9-11, this is number 11. Are you trying to tell me there are no other organizations Would that are pissed off? let finish the quiz? Yeah. Okay, number 11. On 9-11-01, which is commonly referred to 9-11, four airliners were hijacked, two were used as missiles to take out the World Trade Centers, and of the remaining two, one crashed into the U.S. Pentagon and the other was diverted and crashed by the passengers. Thousands of people were killed by A, Bugs Bunny, <laughs> Willie E. Coyote, Wild. Daffy Duck, and Elmer Fudd. B, the Supreme Court of Florida. C, Mr. Bean. D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. 12. Uh, D. Number 12. In 2002, the United States fought a war in Afghanistan against A, Enron. B, the Lutheran Church. C, the NFL. D, Muslim male extremists, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Number 13. In 2002, reporter Daniel Pearl was kidnapped and murdered by A, Bonnie and Clyde. B, Captain Kangaroo. C, Billy Graham. D, Muslim male extremist, mostly between the ages of 17 and 40. Man, you, you know what? Why, as you go on and on about this, Russia seems to be really a passive country. And same with China. No, I really don't see a pattern here to justify profiling. Do you? Not- no, no, not at all. Why would anyone profile? So to ensure we Americans never offend anyone, particularly fanatics intent on killing us, airport security screeners <laughs> will no longer be allowed to profile certain people. They must conduct random searches of 80-year-old women, little kids, airline pilots with proper identification, secret agents who are members of the president's security detail, 85-year-old congressmen with metal hips, and a Medal of Honor winner and former Governor Joe Foss, but leave the Muslim males between the ages of 17 and 40 alone, lest there be Guilty of profiling. Plus, they might, they might find those diapers. I thought that was cute. That is damn that's not good. Cute. That is great. That's great. Well, that's just, this is what we can say without getting fired and without having to... Well, those are all facts. Yeah, but why can't we get fired and get a $2 million contract? Because we're, we're not getting paid anyway. No one's monitoring us. Oh, yes, they are. Except They're for that, that guy that's coming after you to cut off your dick. Yeah, some uh, Muslim over there is going to come, come <laughs> no, over and cut off... No, that was a Russian. It was a Russian no, Armenian. No, 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 it was Armenian. 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 Yeah. They're going to cut off your dick too, Mark. No, they're not. I made sure to make sure they I, got you. I don't going. have one they think I'm fined. <laughs> it's yeah, called teeny. It, it called shrivel yeah, up. It's called teeny. Charlie Reese, a retired reporter for the Orlando Sentinel, has hit the nail directly on the head, defining clearly who it is that, in the final analyses, must assume responsibility for the judgments made that impact each one of us every day. And it's short, but a good read, and it's worth the time and worth remembering. Now, there's 545 members in Congress. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, versus. 300 million of us. Right. Every Remember ci- people. Every citizen needs to read this and think about what this journalist has scripted in the message and read it and then really think about our current political debacle. 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 Yeah. I was hes- hesitant there to answer that because he's combining the 100 members in the Senate with the House. Okay. The he, House is he, only well, basically, he is saying the 545 total members right. of the House and Senate control the United States of America, which... They did. They did. Well, now it's other... Yeah, we're going to get into that with the Chinese and the money yeah. and... Uh, what's that name? Soros? What's his name? I say we... Georgie. Could, Georgie Soros. Yes, round ma'am. them all up and take them to a desert, deserted island. Politicians are the only people in the world who create problems and then campaign against the same problems that they created. They are brilliant men and women doing this. Have you ever wondered if both the Democrats and and the Republicans are against deficits? Why do we have deficits? Think about it. Have you ever wondered if all the politicians are against inflation and high taxes? Why do we have inflation and high taxes if they're all against it? (laughs) You and I don't propose a federal budget. The president does. You and I don't have the constitutional authority to vote on appropriations. The House of Representatives does. You and I don't write the tax code. Congress does. You and I don't set fiscal policy. Congress does. You and I don't control the monetary policy of the Federal Reserve Bank, or the Federal Reserve Bank does control the money. Yes, Mark? There's a good point that you're making. What's the point? That it's Congress or it's outside of our hands. It's 545 people who control it. But the reason why that is is because Renegade Nation, which is a different breed of animal. Yes. Okay. Educated. We're changing them. Positive thinkers. 
and they are motivated to make some changes. But unfortunately, the masses, which we call the sheep, the vanillas, they don't even know who the congressmen are. They don't even know. They don't know when they're um, in town, out of town, when they're in the Caribbean. You're, you're lucky if they can even name the vice president. Yeah, a lot of yeah, Jay Leno does that. Yeah, all the time. most Americans are complete. Idiots. 100 senators. So that reason Mm -hmm. you're saying that these people have the power, that's only because the people that put them in office are not really in charge because they don't know a flying fuck. Yeah, they don't even know what they're voting for. Anyway, 100 senators, 435 congressmen, one president, and nine Supreme Court justices equates to 545 human beings out of 300 million are directly, legally, morally, and individually responsible for the domestic problems that plague this country right now. I exclude the members of the Federal Reserve Board because that problem was created by Congress. In 1913, Congress delegated its constitutional duty to provide a sound currency to a federally charted but private central bank. And that sure went down the toilet real fast. Fast. Now we're bailing out all the people that make all the money. We're bailing them out. Doesn't make it, even what, foreign banks. Foreign it's banks. Yeah. So friggin' ridiculous. It, 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 it's just uh, you're why stu- you, the reason uh, why uh, it's uh, so ridiculous. That's why you're stuttering yeah, because it's hard to well, focus it's hard to understand. on things the, being that bad. Yeah. Well, the people in France are rioting. Why aren't Why aren't the millions of us well, rioting against shortly. these five hundred people? Well, the thing I'm ridiculous. glad I'm glad I can tell there's emotion in your body. <laughs> okay, Rich and I ourselves are trying to keep cool. Because we are, well, we have to to convey this message to the people. Because the people themselves are interested in what's going on. But unfortunately, they don't know what to do to make the changes. And it's going to take Rich, me, and you Mm -hmm. to inform people. In our comical way. Yeah. You know, instead of being so depressing, uh, what to do. And as much as we do try to change the people in politics, it's a good example what we brought up a few times already. Look at some of the people you have to pick. You got Jerry Brown and Meg Whitman. I mean, that's ridiculous. And then you got Boxer, and then you got Farina. Farina. There's no one to vote for. Right. And then in Alaska, when you got Joe Miller, who actually beat out the uh, woman. What's Mm -hmm. her name? McCall? I have it somewhere. Yeah. Over Whoever. She doesn't step down. Why doesn't she step down? Because all the business dealings in Alaska that she's tied into, those guys are funding her campaign to keep her running. To keep her in there. To keep the the, uh, cash register humming along. That's right. Because Joe Miller's aware of what's going to happen. He's going to slip slam it down so you got all the businesses which i can understand i mean they're business they want to make money a profit but they're doing it to hurt us the common people because it's all collusion it's back deals so the, oh, it's been going on for years so the the politicians get rich off of the stocks because they know what deals are we'll get into down. that in a few minutes about you, know, you know you know what i don't understand because bush was involved with 9 11 and everything that happened why isn't he in prison why? Why is Marla? All, all of, why there's are, nobody in prison. Nobody I know. There's prison, nobody in prison. Marla, it's nobody. I know. It's okay. people, it's it's people like us who go to prison. The no, bankers. Yeah. The you know anybody that oh, we say yeah, you've done the, something the, wrong. There's all, no court trial. Right. All the white collar criminals just go on their merry way. With right. Their just doing and, business as usual. Okay. Yeah. I've excluded all the special interests and lobbyists for a sound reason. They have no legal authority. They have no ability to coerce a senator, a congressman, or a president to do one cotton picking thing. I don't care if they <laughs> offer a politician $1 million in cash. The politician has the power to accept it or reject it. No matter what the lobbyist promises, it is the legislator's responsibility to determine how he or she votes. Now, these 545 human beings spend much of their energy convincing you that what they did is not their fault. You dumbasses. They cooperate in this common con regardless of party. What separates a politician from a normal human being is an excessive amount of gall. No normal human being would have the gall of a speaker who stood up and criticized the president for creating deficits. The president can only propose a budget. He cannot force the Congress to accept it. The Constitution, which is the supreme law of the land, gives sole responsibility to the House of Representatives for originating and approving appropriations and taxes. House members, not the president, can approve any budget they want. If the president vetoes it, they can pass it over 
his veto if they agree to. It seems inconceivable to a lot of people that a nation of 300 million people cannot replace 545 people (laughs) who stand convicted by present facts of incompetence and irresponsibility. I can't think of a single domestic problem that is not traceable directly to these 545 people. Yes, Mark. He makes great points, but he's wrong. And why is that? Because we know that even though there's 400 million people here in the United States, not even half of them vote. Uh, That's correct. The other half are not educated, like we said earlier, right? Mm -hmm. So, guess what? It's down to a few nitty-gritty people that have the money, and it also can project who they want to win by putting the money behind them. There's a few exceptions to the rules, granted, but all in all, whoever's got the money, the backing by the businesses that want to get their guy or gal in, Mm -hmm. they win. Then, if you do get somebody that is just Joe Average... That's legit. Okay. Get sucked into the system. It's a couple of people, and what power they're going to have over hundreds. They don't. They don't. So they're just going to be, they're not going to get on any committee. They're not going to listen to them. And until you got a strong number of House members that really do think alike, to say if they're going to be tea partiers now, mm-hmm. you're not going to get shit done. N- nothing's going to get done. Everything will be the same old, same old, folks. When you fully grasp the plain truth that 545 people exercise the power of the federal government, then it must follow that what exists is what they want to exist. If the tax code is unfair, it's because they want it unfair. If the budget is in the red, it's because they want it in the red. If the Army and the Marines are in Iraq, it's because they want them in Iraq. If they do not receive Social Security but are on an elite retirement plan not available to the people, it's because ah, they want it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. And also, talking about you know Social Security, I don't know if you know this, but Social Security and people that are on disability are for the second year are not getting a raise. raise. Okay, as everything continues to go up, all that stays down. So all the seniors that have paid in all that money over all those years, that it's their money. It's their money. Yep, they How come they're not getting it. the raise? It's their money. That's right. And, and you know what? There's a fight going on right now in Congress that they want to take that money and use it for the deficit. No. They're, Screw you, people. You know, and you know that, who wants no, to do like that? That's like a big fuck right. you. You know who's that? Is that Carly Farina. She's going to fuck with the Social Security system. Social Security is for that. you and you and me we and paid into everybody it. it's else our money. that worked and paid into it. It's our money. And it was start started, you know, 70 years ago, and now they want to take that money away. Mm. Where's that money going to go? Where is the money? Where has know. all the nobody money know, gone? Nobody knows where the money all is. All the money has just disappeared. As I've always <laughs> said, show me the money. Show me the money. You show all the money, you'll know who's in power. What I think is really great that Juan Williams, who's been at NPR for quite some time, since 97, I think. 10 and years. Also, 10 years, and also on Fox. Now, here's the thing in radio. When you get a job at a radio station, you are only allowed to work at that radio station and generally not go anyplace else, okay? Uh, and national, pri- I'm going to call it national private radio, NPR basically let Juan Williams go onto Fox to show his opinion of what's going no, on. No, it's called no personal remarks. Okay, no, yeah, NPR. He was allowed <laughs> no personal remarks. Uh, there's a good one. Yeah, thanks. So, so the bottom line is Juan Williams goes on to uh, Fox and and a- answers the questions that Bill O'Reilly asked him, and he actually gave honest answers. Well, NPR's management and their editorial staff said that is not in cahoots with the way they think. So, guess what? You're fired. Now, do you really think it's they are the ones that made the decision? Or it could be that Georgie, who just dropped in $1.8 million. Oh, Georgie Soros. Because like Bill brought up on the show with Juan Williams. Hey, how many hours was it before they called you? 36 hours? Yeah, 36 hours. Yeah, so you think Georgie might have made a few phone calls that everybody talked about and said, Georgie doesn't like Juan. Get rid of Juan. Here's what NPR said in its statement, uh, that the remarks were inconsistent with our editorial standards and practices and undermine his credibility as a news analyst with NPR. Well, doesn't the federal government fund NPR? <laughs> Not entirely. Just, um, a portion, just a portion of it. Because, again, look at the private money dumped in by Georgie. And that's George Soros. And what we should do on another show is actually talk about where this guy came yeah, from. Yeah, we got to talk about which Georgie. Is hungry. He's a hungry guy. Oh, hungry communist. Yeah, yeah, he, anyway, here's Georgie. another thing that's talking about NPR and Juan Williams. They received in 2008 378 listener emails complaining and, and frustrated about Mr. Williams. 378 out of all the people that listened to that guy. Out of millions. That's what happens when you're, on, uh, when you're uh, opinionated and a columnist. Even we get a couple of people pissed at us. We get a lot of people and pissed at no us. there's no reason yeah. to be pissed at us. 
we got a lot of we're people. The good guys. We're just messengers. We're the good guys. No, no, we're me- we're messengers of the media. We tell you the way it is. Yeah. So I am so happy that Juan spending all his time in the media and got fired one day and picked up by Fox at two million bucks, <laughs> a multi-million dollar Fox, deal. Fox, where are you? We're hey, waiting for your phone call. We need you, Fox. Okay. <laughs> Bill, where are you when we need you? Yeah. Matter of fact, Juan, Juan will be doing uh, Bill O'Reilly's show today. Well, just, oh, he's going to be doing the show. Put, like, us, put us on cable and let us cuss. We'll be great. That it's just absolutely <laughs> fabulous that Fox did that and picked up all those viewers right along with it. So the ratings uh-huh. go screaming uh-huh. up. NPR uh-huh. goes screaming down. And I think there's going to be a big, big uproar. Not an uproar, but a turning over at NPR as to say, why can you have differing opinions? What is it with you? We're the, taking you on. And why don't you put us on NPR and, see what happens? Yeah. NPR is not going to change, Rich. Uh, you know what? The, they can eliminate some of the staff members if they even want to, but I doubt they will. They're just going to go ahead and follow through whatever their agenda is. That's they their agenda because they're getting exactly money. Yeah, right. They don't yeah. give a rat's ass what we're saying. As a matter of fact, they want to get rid of us, and that's the whole thing. They want to get rid of free Free voice. speech. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, Free voice. Yeah, they're working real hard Free, out free there. speech is what this country's made up. Juan Williams was a prime example of free speech. And one, I heard some moron on the uh, radio or television the other day saying, yeah, you can have free speech, but you can't have free speech where you work. In other words, you can say what you want on the street, but when you go into the media like this and you uh, express your opinions you're not allowed to do that in other words you can have your free speech mark and marla but do not go on the media and say what your free speech is well, what that's co- what he said what, what, what country is that now uh, uh, i don't know this and this guy's an american citizen because he's so fucking stupid mm-hmm. this guy was a moron he was an idiot he was a turd he was so dumb and this is why mark was saying before about these idiots that don't vote don't know what's going on you have to be able to express your opinion now that moron he expressed his opinion he got it out he, but Guess what? He doesn't work for anybody, so it doesn't matter, does it? Nope. So if you work for somebody, but the biggest and they don't like what you have one to of the say. biggest things we can do is like we're talking about. Uh, Bill O'Reilly was pressuring is that Congress will eliminate the funding for NPR. NPR. There you go. And any other organization that does the same thing, our tax dollars should not go towards that. But the problem again is there are so many people that have been doing it under the table with different organizations. Maybe money will be filtered to A, and A goes back to B. Yeah. NPR. <clears throat> NPR, So yeah. that's where auditing is really important. Marla has a question yes, mark Marla. on her face. No, I didn't. You didn't understand that, did you? No. Should, it's I, how, should I say I, it again? I was listening. Say, so you're the good guy, and they, 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 they send the money to you, but then you send the money to me. I'm the bad guy. Which is NPR. That's just NPR. That's yeah. how And that's does. what Glenn Beck, a lot of times, yeah. brings about. There's five different organizations. <laughs> and the money all funneling the money through. is funneling mm-hmm. through every different direction. And you don't know where the hell the money's coming from yeah. or where it's going. And then because, the, well, because if you have an organization and, it, and it's basically a nonprofit organization, there, if I'm going to put money into it, let's say me, Mark, and you, it's like it's no one's business. Right, because it's so nonprofit. It's not traceable. Mm-hmm. There's okay. no. No what? accountability. Gonna, there you go. No transparency. Okay, we're going to take a break. And, right, oh, and then after, after the break, we're going to be talking about how, what we just talked about, how you funnel money and not pay federal taxes on it. And the name of that company. The legal way. The legal way. The name of that company is Google. And we'll be right Google. back. The number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm. Renegade Nation, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark. I hear the animals. In this sturdy old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine People tell me there ain't no use in trying Now, my girl, you're so young and pretty one thing I know is true You'll be dead before your time is due I know Watch my daddy in bed at night Watch his habit turn his gray He's been working and slaving his life away Oh yes, I know Say. Oh, yeah. We 
got to get out of this place. Boy, did the animals have that right back in 1964. And it's a better life. For you and me. Yeah, better life being in uh, Belize or in the Caribbean hanging out on a nude beach. With Wrangler. With Charlie, baby. (laughs) Charlie (laughs) Blackson. Yeah, we we can actually get ourselves set up with Charlie. He has all the uh, condos set up on the beach down there. And Nancy Pelosi also been traveling around on our dime. Anyway, uh, news of Google Google. tax dodges. Now, Uh, no, wait, 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 let me finish. Don't be negative. Obama is raising money with Google executives. Now, on the day it was reported that Google uses income shifting techniques. Now, Renegade Nation, listen to this, because you can do the same thing if you set up an LLC. Can I? Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. I like to interrupt you. Yeah. I don't do it too often. Go ahead. Because Marla's not here. Yeah, okay. I have to do that for you. <laughs> Everything that Google does is legit. Everything they do is legit. Okay, so what we're about to tell you people, don't be upset that a business executive, accountant, and everybody else knows how to work the game. Okay, it's called income shifting techniques. So you start an LLC and you'll be able to do the same thing. And now it's known as such arcane names as the double Irish and the double sandwich. Sandwich. Well, I like that with women. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I want a double sandwich. Yeah, sandwich. Uh, is to avoid paying taxes on its foreign profits. Now, President Obama attended an intimate high-dollar fundraiser at the uh, Palo Alto, California home of a top Google executive. Thank God he still lives in California and pays state tax, though. That's amazing. Yeah, not he, Florida. He didn't mention Google's tax tricks, according to a White House transcript of his remarks. Now, the Democratic fundraiser, which guests paid about $30,400 to attend, was at the home of Marissa Mayer one of Google's best-known executives. Now she's really well-known. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa, if you're listening out there in Google land. You are one smart girl. Uh, well, no, the founders were smart. Everybody working there is smart. At the lavish home, which was decked out in Halloween decorations on steroids. Ooh. According to a White House poll report, Obama spoke briefly and had nothing but praise for Google. Of course. Because the money's going overseas. Well, they give 75% of their political donation Uh, to the Democrats. He spoke finally of his first visit to the company when he was uh, an Illinois state senator. Oh, by the way, just to inject here, Obama also met with Steve Jobs from Apple fame. Uh, Yeah, I guess he's trying to figure out how he can regenerate the economy through jobs and uh, Google people. And one, how you get more money from them for the Democrats. And of his work as president dealing with the recession, he said, my task over the last two years hasn't been, hasn't just been to stop the bleeding. My task has also been to try to figure out how do we address some of the structural problems in the economy that have prevented more Googles from being created. I created one, and it's going to be a big one. It's coming. I'm not going to tell you, shh, it's a secret. Yeah, no talking. It's a big secret. No talking. Anyway, although founded in the uh, 90s, which was 98, Google went public and prospered enormously in the years that Obama and his fellow Democrats characterized as an economic disaster. Now, Google, according to a report by Bloomberg, has used paper transactions. Now, listen to this, Renegade Nation, to shift $3.1 billion of its income 3.1 3.1 billion of its income to Bermuda and other low tax havens in just in recent years. Now the company's aggressive use of such tax dodges has reduced its overseas tax rate to just 2.4%. Wow. Although the practice is common, Google has cut its effective tax rate abroad more than its peers in the technology sector. Now such income shifting cost the U S government. That's us. The people of the United States. Don't forget that the people of the United States, it cost as much as, $60 billion in revenue to the taxpayers of the United States of America. But Richie, it's not our money. It's theirs. That's tax money. Ah, they, no, because you're you no, no, misunderstand. No, you misunderstand because if I'm buying you a wait, wait, are if, kissing wait, their ass. if I'm buying a Google service and I have to pay a tax on their service, okay, that tax has to be reported oh, to the federal. So why? Fuck you, Mark. Fuck them. Do you realize that well, because a, they're you know saving what? all this money that you're Internet access is cheaper? Oh, uh, fuck that. I don't care. Huh? I can go someplace else for the internet access. God, but here's the bottom line. I'm not paying no more fucking taxes. Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? Go fuck yourself. You got to get an LLC. I do have an you LLC. you got to shift it somewhere else. All the profits from Renegade, which is quite a bit of money, I might add. You might not see any ads on there, but people are funding us. And we're not going to tell you who it is either. We are being it's funded. It's all cash. How do you fuck you think we do this goddamn radio show? Because we're poor. Yeah, we're poor. We just sit here. <laughs> we pay our electric bill. That's, that's what, what I, it takes. That's why I see my boss yesterday, or the other last week. Please come. 
kind of language, and I told him to go fuck off too. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, we're so, just trying something different. No, I'm not paying any more taxes. Fuck the them. I'm not paying anymore. Yeah, fuck you are. Them. You do. I have an LLC that that's is the only person that actually sends you mail. IRS. Yeah. Well, well, the state did too. Yeah, the state did too. Yeah, they sent. Well, it that's to all me going too. to Ireland now. Oh, okay. Okay, but with Google, we're helping the Irish. Okay, with Google, but see, here's here's Google, real, in, <laughs> Google, Google, whatever. In the past, Obama has been sharply critical of companies that move their income around the globe to avoid paying taxes. But he shows up at a big fucking Halloween steroid party because he knows where the money is. He's not stupid. Marla must Rich. be. Marla must be back. Marley, wait. I'm, I'm Marla oh, was hello. in the bathroom. I was floating around listening to you okay. two. Yeah. She, uh, did, a, she I, I, did a quickie. I, I was Googling something. But, <laughs> Google. <laughs> She's Boogling. <laughs> Google, Google has actually taken over the internet. Basically, it's that's what Google, they did. Boogle. Bumbling Bo- Google? Boogle. Yeah, Boogle. But Gucci, Google, Gucci, Google. Yeah, yeah, Google won't let us on anymore. They'll probably cut us Google. off on their AdSense and all that other bullshit Boy, they they're have. Getting, Google. They're getting advertising. Right. Google. By us. Fuck them. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. They don't care about us. But people got to Google. I want to. I want you to realize something, though, Richie. Yeah. 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 Yes, Marky. What, Marky? Okay. You might be upset with the fact that they're not having to pay the taxes, like a lot of people will be. But they're doing it like anybody else would do if if they sat down with their accountant, and the accountant said. If you do hey, A Mark. and B, you don't pay C. Hey, Mark. We're going to go, no, I want to pay the A and B. Uh, I want to pay the $10,000 in taxes I owe instead of just only paying three. Be a good you American citizen. Let's, I, let's yeah, look yes, at Marla, what? what? I would like to just have the money to hire an accountant. You don't need to. You ain't got no money. That's what I just said. It would be most Americans don't have enough money these days to hire an accountant to do. And it's complicated uh, too. It is very but complicated. But here's an example. We got a couple of examples here later. We're going to talk about some of the politicians like Barney Frank. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, I know. We got that. See, they're playing the game too, just like Google does. But why doesn't anybody teach our kids one-on-one economics in high school? Because they don't want to teach you. They want to keep you dumb. Right. right. So we need to educate our listeners, which is what we're doing. So here's how we're going to educate you. Google cut its taxes by three point one billion in the last three years. Using this technique that moves most of its foreign profits through Ireland, then to the Netherlands, and then to Bermuda. Where Charlie is. It's called income. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Rangel. Yeah. Hey, this, wait, that's the Bermuda Triangle. They're giving all the money to the uh, aliens over there. In it's the- remarkable <laughs> that Google's effective rate is that low, said Martin Sullivan, a tax economist who worked, uh, worked for the U.S. Treasury. We know this company operates throughout the world, mostly in high-tax countries where the average corporate rate is well over 20%. The U.S. corporate income tax rate is 35%. In the U.K., Google's second biggest market is 28%. But Google, the owner of the world's most popular search engine, uses a strategy that has gained favor among such companies as Facebook, Microsoft, etc., etc. The method takes advantage of Irish tax law to legally shuttle profits into and out of subsidiaries there, largely escaping the country's 12.5% income tax. There you go, people. There you go. All we got to do is get the shuttle. Hop aboard. All we're going to do is set up that Irish LLC. We're called O'Sullivan LLC. We're just called Renegish. Renegish. (laughs) (laughs) The earnings wind up in island havens that levy no corporate income taxes at all. Like police. Companies that use the double Irish arrangement avoid taxes at home and abroad. And as the U.S. government struggles to close a projected $1.4 trillion budget gap in the European Union countries face a collective projected deficit of 868 billion euros. Now, but Obama shows up at a Google executive's Halloween steroid party. And says, <laughs> thumbs up, dude. You just, dude, you could. Hey, we're sifts up, dude. I wonder, like uh, Rush Limbaugh said, he went as a demonic. He looks demonic in some of those pictures. Oh, yeah. like oh, the well, devil. Fuck it. You can get anybody having a facial expression that looks demonic. Especially like, like this Carly one. Farina. Yeah, I mean, Carly Farina's scary. <laughs> she She's scary in person. Man. Yeah, you know what? That's what I I hate about Rush right now. He's got a lot of hot air. When you really He's think, always had a lot of hot air. No, more so. Instead of just giving us facts, he just makes all these accusations like but that is true. Yeah, fuck you. We At least we give some we give tangible. Facts. Yeah, we're giving tangible advice to people out there to cut their tax down to two point four percent. A renegade become nation. A renegade. Renegade nation. This is how you do the double Irish. Gotcha. I like doing double Irish, especially double when it comes to sandwich. A sandwich. Yeah. Here's how you do this. As a strategy for limiting taxes, if you have an LLC, the I'll double slow it down. Okay. Yeah, the, you, okay. You, well, let me let me finish. You keep you, on interrupting and you speed me up. The double <laughs> Irish method is very common at the moment, particularly with companies with intellectual property. 
Maybe I should tell some people mm. about this. Um, said Richard Murphy, director of UK-based Tax Search LLP Research. Now, we wanted to contact Richard Murphy. He's the director of UK-based Tax Research LLP. Murphy, who has worked on similar transactions, estimates that hundreds of multinationals use some version of this method of avoiding taxes. And there ain't nothing wrong. That's all American. <laughs> the high... <laughs> what do you, wait, why do you think What's-His-Face went from... Who's what's Cleveland. His Who's what's his face? The basketball player. Oh. Oh, um, uh-huh. I'm testing you. Remember, right. he didn't want to go to New LeBron York. LeBron James. Why didn't he go it's to LeBron, New York? LeBron James. Why didn't he go to New York and play? So taxes were too high. Because exactly. The state taxes alone. It's so high. He would wipe out. So he went to Florida. Yeah. That's what he did. So, and now, are we saying he's stupid? No, he's a smart guy. That's right. So no, that's Google, why they, yeah, brilliant, Mark. That's why they need a flat tax. So I wonder what politicians actually put these law into effect that Google can get away with this. Anyway, Google's transfer of pricing <laughs> contributed to the international tax benefits that boosted its earnings by twenty six percent last year. That's why the ta- their their stock is at over six hundred dollars a share because it increased revenue and it bolstered its earnings. See, so they don't have to pay the taxes now. If you take out that, you know. Uh, Woo! 10, 15 billion million dollars or billion dollars. The Irish sandwich. It, yeah, the Irish sandwich. Then it drops down. Yeah, you lose weight. And the stock market, their stock uh, goes down You further. get thinner. Uh, now we know how we do this. Now, based on a rough analysis, Renegade Nation, if the company paid taxes at the 35% rate on all of its earnings, Ooh. its share price might be reduced by about 100, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. That means more people could get into Google stock, but they're not going to let you get into that stock. They don't want you in. If you didn't get in in the beginning. That's right. Screw you. You're fuck fine. you. Fuck We're you. taking the money. We're taking hey, it. Don't be so negative. No, I'm not being negative. Don't Why should be I be negative? negative? I said okay. that with a smile. Nah. The company which tells employees don't be evil. That's right. In oh. its code of conduct. That's right. Oh. They're not evil. Don't be evil. They're not. That's why, that's why we'll never evil. get hired there. Uh, and its code of conduct has cut its effective tax rate abroad more than its peers in the technology sector, like Apple, the maker of the iPhone, Microsoft, Internet, IBM, the biggest computer services provider, Oracle, the second biggest software company. These companies reported rates that range between 4.5% and 25.8% for 2007 through 2009. There you go. That's why their stock is up, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you go with a company like that if you want to be greedy like we are. And we have our LLCs <laughs> whoa, in Ireland, whoa, whoa. Bermuda, and Belize. I no greedy. I just want the money to stay in my pocket. I just don't want it to go to everybody else that the government thinks it should go to. Google is flying a banner of doing no evil, and they are damn right trading evil right under our noses. Said Abram Brilloff, a professor emeritus Who's of accounting at so and so. What they're doing? He's examined evil. Google's tax disclosures. Who is it that paid for the underlying concept in which they built these billions of dollars in revenues? It was paid for by the United States Senatry. Yes. The citizens of the U.S. paid for this. That's right. Not Google. And we get free stock because of it. And we should where, get free stock from Google. Where's my stock and wh- where, when did they take my money? <laughs> the U.S. Now, this gets deeper, Renegade Nation. It the gets U- better. The U.S. Better. National Science Foundation funded the mid-1990s research at Stanford University that helped lead to Google's creation. I remember all that. The two founders were from Stanford. Taxpayers also paid for the scholarship for the company's co-founder, Sergey Brin, while he worked on that research. That okay? Google now has a stock market value of $194.2 billion, and they're worried about paying $20 billion in taxes. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> you know what? I could, I could buy a few islands for that. Google's- I think uh, just shut them down, take all their money. No, they did everything solved. right. No problem solved. We'll, we'll have money everywhere. In February, the and Obama... And we'll get blown up okay, by a Marla. Muslim. In February, the Obama administration proposed measures to curb shifting profits offshore, part of a package intended to raise $12 billion a year when the, uh, in, the, in the coming decade. Now, while the key proposals largely haven't advanced in Congress, the IRS said in April it would devote additional agents and lawyers to focus on five large transfer pricing arrangements. By the time we have enough money to do it, they're talking about... It won't, they won't let you do it anymore. They're all, they're all grandfathered <laughs> in. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They can't get the money back. Right. Of course. Uh, income shifting commonly begins when companies like Google sell or license the foreign rights to intellectual property developed in the U.S. to a subsidiary in a low-tax country. Okay. That means, and this is how you do it, Renegade Nation, that means foreign profits based on that technology under that subsidiary get attributed to the offshore unit, not the parent company. That's how it works. So under the U.S. tax rules, subsidiaries must pay arm's length prices for the rights or the amount an unrelated company would. There you go. That's the secret to the tax loophole of getting out of paying $10 billion when you can only pay $2.4 billion. 
So you can do it yourself, Renegade Nation. If you have Andy's General Store someplace in the middle of Iowa, <laughs> you can start an LLC in Ireland and have a subsidiary there where all of your sales go through Ireland, through that LLC, and you don't have to pay the high tax rates in the United States. Do it for yourself. We're doing it. It's great stuff. Thank you very much. Thanks, Google. Do, and does, do, 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 do the Swiss bank account thing still Fuck go that. on, Fuck that. That's even worse. That, no. Oh, they got new ones now because oh, okay. the, the IRS this, this, went after all those people back in the yeah, day. Yeah, so this is illegal. Yeah, this is The IRS now, okay, here you go. The IRS gave its consent in a secret pack known as an advanced pricing a agreement. secret pack? It's a secret pack, yes. <laughs> Google wouldn't discuss the price set under the arrangement, which licensed the rights to its search and advertising technology and other intangible property for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa to a, call, to a unit called Google. Google Ireland Holdings, according to a person familiar with this. Backdoor dealings. The license, in turn, owned, owns Google Ireland Limited, which employs about 2,000 people in a silvery glass office building in central Dublin, a block from the city's Grand Canal. Oh, how sweet that is. Well, and let's just dance a little Irish jig. Now, listen, the Dublin subsidiary sells advertising globally and was credited by Google with 88% of its $12.5 billion in non-U.S. sales in 2009. There you go. It's sold overseas. And that's how they get the right. So their sales forces comes from overseas and No, you know what they're doing? They're and hot. Netherlands. They probably hire them here and ship them over ship there. Ship them over there. And they, they live a glorious lifestyle, and they sell their asses off, and they make a shitload of money, and Google gets the uh, yeah. gets all the tax uh, benefits, benefits to it. Yeah. That's why Google has the best benefits in the world. They can afford to pay their employees that way. You know, I heard it's really hard to get in Google. Cheap. You cannot possess any evil. So we would never get in there. <laughs> I should apply for a job at Google. Yes, you should. Yes. You don't want to work. I don't want to work. I just sit in an office in my cubicle. <laughs> anyway. Now, the, this Bermuda managed entity is owned by a pair of Google subsidies that list as their directors two attorneys. Oh, and a manager at Conyers, Dill, and Perlman and Hamilton, a Bermuda law firm who probably has offices on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Tax uh, planners call this arrangement the double Irish because it relies on two Irish companies. One pays the royalties to use intellectual property, generating expenses that reduce the Irish taxable income. The second collects the royalties in a tax haven like Bermuda, avoiding the Irish taxes. Ha ha! That's so cool. To steer clear of an Irish withholding tax, payments from Google's Dublin unit don't go directly to Bermuda. A brief detour to the Netherlands <laughs> avoids that liability because Irish tax law exempts certain royalties to companies in other European member nations. Mark because they want you to stimulate the economy. The fees first go to a Dutch unit called Google Netherlands Holdings BV, which pays <laughs> out about 99.8% of what it collects to the Bermuda entity company filing show so the amsterdam based subsidy lists no employees there you go i'm so exhausted i can't that's so hard to write we're only on around. page one i we, know we got five we got eight more pages to go no we're not gonna bore hey let, renegade nation it just shows you that you need to go to harvard you need to go to no, an ivy league school no, just or, google it go go to the uh go to the fucking fortune <laughs> i like her just, answer. just google it just google it yeah there you go how, I, how do I They'll get away? tell you how to do it. How do I, how do I get away from paying taxes like Google does? <laughs> how do I, no, you got to put this in a positive spin, guys. How do I reduce my taxes? That's funny, Marla. Just like okay. I said, just Google, Google it. it. I'm glad you took it now, Marla. That was funny. How just you, Google it. That's right. There you go. Brilliant people. Brilliant people. Brilliant minds here. At why do you think you and I are going to Panama that's in December? Why, that's why no, that nobody will hire us because we're so brilliant. I just know. Google the fucking thing. Yes. Nah, just Google it. Why do you think you and I are going to? Uh, I don't know if I'm going anywhere with you, Mark. <laughs> fucking bag fat, fucking buffoon. Back fat? Uh, he, you know, he's he's, he's, he's making a border. No, no he's why. tired. I just it's I, a Friday. I just and we're not talking about sex. I just looked at that. Yeah, <laughs> that's see, he's pumped. I, I just looked at that queer Barney Frank and it got me upset. Oh, oh hey, <laughs> don't be, hey, hey, don't do that. What did I do? He's my hero. Am I in trouble again? Yeah, don't be calling him a queer. Am I in well, trouble again? Well, start listening. <laughs> hey, anyway, Barney Frank is a, a patriot. He's a patriot. That's right. He's a patriot. That's right. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Barney Frank and what he's been up to to screw you over further. Uh, and Nancy Pelosi. Crazy. And Nancy Pelosi. Oh, and the woman who didn't win the primary in Alaska. Whatever. To be a is. senator. And the reason we're doing this is because we really do not want you to have sex this weekend. We want you to be so fucking pissed <laughs> off. Barney Frank is. That your penis will not no, go up. No, just put on a penis costume and go to a Halloween party. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back after this. 
More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, the all-time great-looking model herself, Marla Marla, the producer here at Renegade Talk FM. Hey, welcome, Renegade Nation. Hope you have a good weekend. I'm going to try to get my dick up. I don't know how I'm going to do it, though. Just a little bit of Weezer. You're on a holiday. You can't find the words to say. in the sun. Goodbye, continental U.S. Goodbye, we're leaving. We'll be broadcasting from the islands, from the Caribbean. Topless broads, monkeys, and good juice. Hip, 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 hip. Right, Mark? Hip, 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 hip. Hooray! Hooray! Anyway, we're going to continue here on Renegade Nation about one of our one of our uh, patriot update. Yes, Mark. Well, we're bringing sex into this Friday because we're talking about Barney Frank. Barney Frank is in <laughs> hot water again. Did I do a good imitation of him? There's good security in the bank. The bank's not needs a problem. The bank's got plenty of money. <laughs> That's pretty good, Mark. Thank you. I know you've been watching a lot of Fox lately. <laughs> but this time... Okay. But this time he's not taking the fall for cooking the books to help a friend's bank qualify for $12 million taxpayer-funded bailout. He learned from... Google! Black scene! <laughs> black scene, black yeah. Scene. I thought she'd know that. Oh, yeah, black scene. Black scene. We're, we haven't heard I'm about black scene. I'm on an island Remember? in the sun. She's got a bank in me. Boston. Yeah, that's right. Close to Barney. Uh, black scene will be on trial after the election. Barney, you know what? Barney reminds me of that uh, purple dinosaur. <laughs> Barney, Barney the, the dinosaur. Yeah, right. yeah, remember Barney? Actually, he kind of reminds me of Job of the Hutt. Anyway, he's trying to help a friend's bank qualify for a $12 million taxpayer-funded bailout or trying to defend his staunch support for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Staunch. I wish I had friends like Barney. <laughs> backdoor Barney. The 15... <laughs> back, more yeah, ways than one. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Let's go for a ride. <laughs> the 15-term congressman has been caught red-handed accepting a ride on a private jet and a villa vacation to the U.S. Virgin Islands from billionaire hedge fund manager and a possible tax evader who received $200 million in the bailout money. Boy, this guy Barney's really fucking <laughs> hey, crazy. he learned it from the best. Who's sucking whose dick here? Somebody, I don't know. They're sucking each other's dicks. Hey, they're all in bed with each other. Fuck doesn't matter if it's male on male or female on male. Male gives better head than female. Females they, have to pick it up, man. They, yeah, they got to learn. Pick it up. <laughs> they got to learn. But hey, Barney's doing nothing wrong. They're just accusations. It's allegedly. Allegedly. I'm sick and tired of Barney Frank continually making headline news with his quasi ethical friendships. And I know you are too. That's why I'm asking you to help our campaign spread the word about Barney's latest scandal by following this link to make an immediate contribution. <laughs> Who wants our money now? No, it's just that they want to fight Barney. <laughs> they want so to it's fight, like, yeah. Give us the money to fight it. Okay. Now, 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 the Boston Herald recently reported that Barney flew to the Virgin Islands on a $25 million private jet owned by a billionaire hedge fund manager who they're not releasing the name. Of course, why should they do that? Mm. Transparency! Transparency! The Weekly Standard also revealed that a company owned by Barney's billionaire travel buddy might be improperly taking tax breaks by basing the business in the Virgin Islands. But don't worry. Barney reported the gift as required by house ethics rules at a value of $1,500. Barney and his butt buddy. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) You know what? If that's what they like, all power to them. Hey, I'd be down an island... (laughs) Okay, how do you figure this They're out? They're island hopping. Renegade, Renegade Nation, how do you figure this out? A $1,500 Virgin Island ho- holiday getaway on a $25 million private jet? I'd sure like to know which travel agency Barney uses. <laughs> it's called... His mouth. Butt but on. <laughs> it's called butt on. What if he's an ass licker? Oh, God, I don't care. 
He is an ass licker. But think, he is an ass licker. He's a professional ass licker. He's a professional ass licker. He has to be an ass kisser, otherwise you don't make it in politics. As chairman of the House Financial Services Committee, Barney oversees the hedge fund industry. Oh, I'm really <laughs> glad. Wow. That makes me feel really Did safe. you know they put him in charge after this <laughs> fiasco we had oh, on the banking? Oh, yeah, the fiasco. Yeah. Barney is in the process of writing reform that would attempt to regulate the hedge fund industry. Yeah. Chris Dodd. Yeah, Chris Dodd. For yeah. more fiascos. So who does he think he is fooling by gallivanting all around the Caribbean on a hedge fund manager's tab? He, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. The guy, yeah. he deserves vacation. It was his, What's wrong with you? It was his billionaire him. lover that took him. Yeah. No, I, they're just good buds. It's a threesome, <laughs> Marla. Yeah, come on. The guy deserves a break. Relax. He did nothing wrong. It just looks fun. <laughs> and another one of our all-time favorite, Grandma Pelosi. And she's from our state, California. House Speaker Nancy Grandma Pelosi may have a lot of speaking to do. I watched that the other night on, at your place with uh, Glenn Beck doing the imitation of her. Of her hand uh, of gestures. Her hand, hand gest- it was so funny. <laughs> because it doesn't go along with her speech yeah, pattern. it doesn't go along with the word. The speech <laughs> like a, like, you know, Japanese movies. Yeah, it's like they're saying something, but <laughs> their <laughs> mouth isn't moving with it. Anyway, <laughs> may have a lot of speaking to do uh, to talk her way out of this one. Now, Renegade Nation, listen up. Even her grandsons are military jet setters when Judicial Watch suggests, now this came from Newsmax, she could be taking taxpayers for a ride according to the Beltway Confidential blog in the Examiner of Washington, D.C. The grandsons, as well as Grandma Pelosi's daughter and son-in-law were among family members and staffers and the staffers, I guess they're their maids and the butlers, who took taxpayer trips on military aircraft between March 2nd of 2009 and June 7th of 2009 2010. Now you want now that's why she wanted a bigger jet. Because the jet she has currently right now is too small and she was asking for more jets and bigger jets and they turned her down because it didn't look good right now since we're in financial deep doo-doo. The two grandsons, <laughs> daughter and son-in-law, were on the June 20th flight from Andrews Air Force Base to Prince George's County, Maryland, to San Francisco where Grandma Pelosi lives. The document showed this past July, one of her grandsons flew with the speaker from um, Andrews to Travis, or to, from the An- Andrews, I guess, to oh, Travis Andrews Air Force Base. Yeah, Pelosi's jet trip tally for the period was 85 according to the documents she uh, basically the cost to the united 85 what cost to <laughs> Marla, cost to the united states air force was two million one hundred thousand seven hundred and forty four dollars and of course we can't forget the 59 cents over a two-year period two million mm-hmm. for the air force that's her expense well to the they're air gonna force. fly anyway <clears throat> she just thumbed to fly yeah. anyway. she's, she was just thumbing a ride she's a hitchhiker yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, since you're going my direction, can yeah. I hook up with you? Isn't it amazing, you know, on uh, 9-11, there were no uh, military planes in the, over the U.S.? We're not going anywhere. there, Marla. We're not going there, Marla. Marla, we're not going. We ain't got Marla, time, Marla. Smoke some more dope. Uh, Grandma Pelosi's abusive use of military aircraft demonstrates a shocking lack of regard for the American nah. taxpayer. Yeah. And the men and women who serve the U.S. Air Force. Speaker M- Grandma Pelosi may have a frequent flyer record for taxpayer-financed luxury jet travel. <laughs> imagine the parties on that jet. Uh, can you imagine? Oh, with yeah, her? baby. <laughs> hey, and one more. With the Miss Alaska. Oh, uh, I don't know where that is. Oh, yeah, you do. Because Joe Miller... Is fighting her tooth and nail. Jill. Where's okay, Jill? Senator Lisa Murkowski's yes. writing candidacy was inspired and is funded by an insular but bipartisan network of lobbyists, corporation, and political operatives who have enriched themselves on taxpayer money through close political relationships that clash with these ethic rules. They're trying to get her back in. That's right. They don't want... They yeah. don't want Joe Miller in. They call it AST. It's a super PAC formed last month by a handful of Alaska Native corporations. These are government-created for-profit businesses that profit from unique privileges in federal contracting, and they pass much of their earnings on to non-Native consultants, subcontractors, and lobbyists. So they're using the Native Alaskans, uh, the Natives, the Eskimos, to get the money, and they pocket all the money, and then the Eskimos can go sit in their go I- ice bowl. Go fight like, uh, the seals. Their ice bowl. They're, yeah, they're <laughs> ice bowl. Go fight the seals and play they, hockey. They could go after the Polar Express. She denies any wrongdoing. <laughs> Don't she didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I'm innocent. I didn't do nothing. I'm Don't. innocent. Everyone did nothing. 
But the big news, again, like I brought up earlier when we were talking about it, is all the businesses are not going for Joe. They're going for her because they got a lot of business. Because they have the advertising. Have, no, it's the advertising. Ha- and they haven't settled some of the business I talked to one of our to fall through. I talked to one of our radio buddies today. They they were saying that all the TV ads right now, all of them, including this one in Alaska and the rest of them, are all based upon not the issues, but the infighting about how bad they are with their, with their stupid lives. Either affairs, <clears throat> the church, the religion, um, so on and so forth. <clears throat> and the same thing with uh, here in California. Well, with, no, yeah, they don't well, bring right. up the issue. They just go after the other. Nobody's candidate. talking about the issue and what they're going to do if they get elected. They're all bashing each other like little children in a playground. That's what right. That's it's why we're bringing stupid. it up. It's like stupid. what we do at home. Yeah, yeah we, we bash we, each other. We beat each other go up. Go down to the beach, pick up sand, and start throwing it at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I do, but I, I'm a little different than you guys. <laughs> every time the wife comes home, I go, "Look what I've done, honey." Yeah, I cleaned house. The floor is clean. The kitchen's clean. I got dinner in the oven, and I'm ready for some. Sex. And I you're still in the shitter because you don't get it. No, but I, I tell her all the, all the things I do. I don't start bashing her. Anyway, we got to go. Hey, Renegade Nation. Oh, no, we got to go. No, it shows up. No, produ- no, it shows over. Anyway, Renegade Nation, you have a great weekend. Hope you get laid <laughs> after all this negative news that we get piled on you today. But next week, we will be back with Empowered Sex with uh, Patty. And uh, Patty's out of Denver. She'll be on the air with us to talk mm-hmm. about uh, bringing the inner slut out of uh, women who have been. Uh, put in a marriage that they don't like. Yeah, they that's wanna, important I, too. You know what? I didn't even grasp that. Don't but. because Muslim. <laughs> you are already become a Muslim. You're, you're a slut already, Marla. Muslims can't well, have yeah, inner slut. True. Muslims. Of course I'm a slut. But just for and some positive news too. before we go, we're yes. going to a costume party tomorrow night. So all you renegades out there, oh boy. put on your renegade outfits. All right. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Anyway, Hoo-ah. We're out of here. Renegade Nation, have a great weekend and we'll talk to you on Monday. Bye-bye. Non-stop shock radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later.